0: Welcome back to the 262 Podcast, the only podcast chronicling one man's journey to run a marathon every year of his 30s. My name is John Lewis, I am that man, and we are in week 5 of my training plan for the half marathon. Please hold. Yes, fact check and confirm week 5 of the training plan. And it is going pretty well. There hasn't been a week where I haven't uh, had some skips. I've pretty much abandoned the cross training. Uh, it's just a bridge too far in terms of trying to wrap my head around, fitting that in also. Um, but I've been trying to be more consistent with hitting the runs. The long run is the non-negotiable, and so I think that that reconfiguration of how I think about it has been super helpful. Last week, after we chatted, I ran my longest run yet, six miles, and I am exceedingly proud of that effort. Um, I've been telling folks, and I think I said this on the podcast last week, and then The six-miler further confirmed it. I think I could go out and run a half marathon and do decently. Now, what do I mean by decently? Of course, I'm not having any sort of time expectation. I have, and we'll get to this in a little bit, but I've got time mm, hunches or hopes dreams of what i'd hope to get with my time but there's no hard expectation of essentially of my maslow's hierarchy of self-determination in my running as it is specific to this half marathon that i'm training for finishing is like the base that's my Bottom line is I need to finish this sucker. And so what's kind of exciting is I feel like at this juncture, I've reached finishing. I've crossed that threshold. I think I could run 13.1 miles. Now, would it be my best effort Like if I stopped training right now and just ran? I don't think so. But I'm such a little baby runner that I don't even, I'm going off of what you know, other people have said on other podcasts that I listen to. So I don't think it would be my best effort. I know for a fact it wouldn't be my best effort if, you know, getting some of these progressively longer weeks in my system, um, training my endurance will be better in my half effort. Um, so we we beat on boats against the current as my good friend F. Scott would infamously right so that's that was exciting six miles um and then last night i on the schedule it says two miles or cross train and cross training i don't know i've got the uh, i've got a bike in the garage what i'm thinking i might do i don't have a treadmill i might they've got like these things for like 40 bucks on amazon you screw them into the wheels of your bike and then it's just like a little magnetic. Click clicker inner thing there's like a little thing for the front wheel and it converts your bike into a, a stationary bike um, and of course they've I mean forty bucks for that is crazy like i I don't think it is recommended you only spend forty dollars on a thing like that because it's like one of those things where it's like forty dollars or four hundred and fifty dollars but Considering the bike in the garage I paid $12 for at a garage sale over the summer, I think I'd be okay as an experiment all in 50 bucks on a stationary bike that I can then cross-train. Sounds pretty nice. So considering that, but have not pulled the trigger on that yet, so I don't have a means of cross-training the schedule that Mr. Hal Higdon has put together for me so graciously... Um, me and millions of other runners, it says do cross training or a two-mile run. So I went out and I said, instead of doing a two-mile run because I wanted to get some face time in with my wife, it's been a crazy week, so I said, okay, I'm just going to go see how fast I can run a mile. I don't even have a mile benchmark. I mean, I know what I did in my 5K that I raced Um, And that was on, like, the the local parkway, flat, good weather conditions, um, and and my best effort after having trained to go couch to 5K. So I have that metric, which I believe my best split was, like, 845. I don't have that info in front of me. But I was like, I really kind of just want to – run a mile. And so I did that last night and 828 was my sort of best effort mile time. And there are some things, you know, it wasn't a straight shot. Um, there are a lot of hairpin turns on the sidewalks on the route that I run in my neighborhood. And so, um, it's not the perfect measure of what my mile time is, but it is a measure. It's I officially have a benchmark of 8 minutes, 28 seconds is my current fastest mile time. And what excites me about that is, I think I've talked about this on the podcast, the mile being such a barrier to entry to fitness from my youth of dreading going to gym class and is today the mile is today the mile and it seemed like they sprung it on you like if i were in charge of gym class it would be like okay kids here's in a month we're gonna run the mile so maybe let's run a half mile let's see what that feels like maybe let's run a quarter mile let's see what that feels like and then you realize oh a quarter mile that's not even that crazy of a distance oh a half mile that's not even that three quarters of a mile i can do that and then the mile comes and you're like okay but the fact that it was like the president of the united states has demanded we measure the fitness level of every student in america you wouldn't want to disappoint the president would you kid now go one a mile as fresh as you can and then these you know wireframe little boys zipping around the track. And that's not me. I'm not wireframe. I'm not, you know. I uh maybe have touched on this on the podcast before, but I had a bit of a weight problem in my youth. Now, what I'm very excited about is this body positivity movement. Wouldn't say have a weight problem. Society has a weight problem. I had weight. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I'm not entering into that debate, but I was not conditioned in any way, mentally, physically, spiritually (laughs) to run a mile. And, And then they just spring it on you. And so that, I think kind of psychologically messed me up for a lot of physical activity pursuits. Um, it's just like math, you know, like. I feel like math teachers if you if you don't have the right one and math teachers and this is a generalization seem to think about math in a certain way and then it's like they're I went to a big high school. This is a lot of kids. It's not like they can like so sophocles socrates you and like walk through the village square and explain calculus in a conversational manner um but it's like i don't know i sometimes i wish that it, like I, i'm not particularly anything at math um historically not my strongest subject and so i feel like if i had had like that what's that movie is it stand and deliver um where that guy gets all the got kids to pass calculus. Never passed calculus in my life. I took it like two times in college and I did not do well. Um, I'm just googling. Stand and deliver. Yes, about the guy who teaches math. And he gets them all to pass calculus. Um, That's what I feel like running needs because gym teachers very similarly, they think about gym in a certain way. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I wish that I had had my Stand and deliver gym coach. But I didn't, I do now. My buddy Steven, I got community, you know. And it's it's a warm community, the fitness community, in my experience. I know that isn't everyone's experience, but hopefully we're adding to the conversation of welcoming and acceptance and all that jazz. All that to say, I have hated the mile. And then last night, I just went out and I ran that sucker. And if Coach Jones could see me now, he'd say, Oh, Kaella, you did it. It's my Coach Jones impression. Doesn't really, he would, (laughs) I'd go in, Kaella, wake up and smell the coffee. I don't know. That was Coach Jones. And uh, last night, woke up, smelled the coffee, ran an 8.28 and now I've got the benchmark on which I can improve, and I would like to, once a week, maybe once every other week, try and keep a measure of that, of my mile time. What I'd really like to do is find a straightaway, do some mile repeats, you know, like 400 and just kind of zip, but I also feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. My My main goal is getting the miles in my legs and building up my endurance in that base and getting ready for this 13.1. And then I'm pretty excited about the distance between the 13.1 and the full marathon because, again, I'm just getting a baseline at the 13.1, just seeing if I can finish the sucker. And then, obviously, I want to have fun. You know, I want to finish. I want to have fun. I want to do well. And doing well, I think, means, you know, I going to say something controversial Jeff Galloway if you're listening please don't judge me you are I've loved every one of your books and articles that I've read but I kind of want to run the 13.1 without walking and I don't think if I end up walking I won't view it as a failure but that was my goal with the 5k I was like I just want to run that sucker and not walk and I did that and it felt amazing I felt the sense of accomplishment and so I think if walking pushes me across the finish line and I finish, there will be no disappointment there because that is my base goal, so I wanna finish. But if I can do it without walking, I will, I think, feel a greater sense of accomplishment. Not that walking is failure, but not walking is super success is maybe how I'm looking at it. I think that may be a healthy way to look at it. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm feeling very energized by the training and how that's all going. I did end up listening to Phantom of the Opera on my run and Down Once More, Track Down This Murderer, um, the finale song, where it's just like the the three of those uh, people are down in the you know the uh, undercroft of the cathedral, you know the the opera. And it's Eric, and it's Christine, and it's Raul, and they're all just like singing at each other. Oh, I love it. It really, it was like I was transported back to my childhood home, listening to that in my bed, but I'm running. I don't know, it was like a real spiritual moment for me doing that. Um, so, I don't know, I don't... I don't I think it's coming out of the running playlist, like that Oompa Loompa stuff still comes up and it's like, oh, ha, ha. but it's starting to lose its, you know, original novelty a little bit. I don't think I'm going to be running to Danny Elfman on the regular. I don't think I'm going to be running to Andrew Lloyd Webber on the uh, regular either, but I do, I mean, there's something about adding some novelty to the playlist, to the run, the route that you take. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. But I think it's coming out of the playlist and we'll find what's what's next um added some beyonce countdown is a great song to run to um anytime that comes up it's like very similar to the paul simon vibes of like okay yeah now i'm running you know so um that's kind of an update on what i'm listening to thanks for asking i know inquiring minds wanted to know the update to the oompa loompas and the uh french folks who are just goodness. That is a that's a that's a story about economy. At the end of the day, you know it's this guy. He inherits this opera. The soprano is like beautiful. They fall in love, but then it's like, dude. Not only is opera in France at that time whatever, but now it's like you find out the secret sauce to making your opera work is this weird phantom dude who like is freeloading. I don't know. That's uh, that's a story of economy right there, and healthcare, the healthcare system in France at the time, and uh, obviously body positivity as well. Poor uh, Eric just couldn't uh, see that the beauty was on the inside, and uh, man, I would love to live in a society where Eric is just walking around without a mask, and uh, he's feeling, maybe he's running half marathons. Gerard Butler is Eric. For the record, Drug Butler is my Eric. Hashtag my Eric. Okay, we have let this get away from us, for goodness sake. But the good news is nobody is listening to this podcast. I am so thankful that you, the invisible, are letting me ramble like this. Um, and yeah, so um, this week is kind of a resty week. On the schedule, it says race of 5K. I'm not doing that. But I think I will get out and do a 5k amount see if i can pr a 5k i don't know i might try um it'd be kind of interesting because i don't have access on the regular to that parkway um and so it's just a little hilly where i am so i don't know if pring is in the cards but um yeah i don't know I, i i just uh have a lot of gratitude for the running today um this week and i'm very excited and i know that not every week is exciting and uh some weeks it's just crazy and a pain but i'm happy to be in this spot right now where i do have the gratitude and i thought i would share that with you and honestly i think that's a pretty good place to leave it um we'll continue talking about the 13.1 as it comes up and uh Yeah, I'm just uh, thankful for you for listening. I will see you next time on the 262 podcast.